I'm Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus, president of San Antonio College. Today, we'll be speaking with Chief Officer Frank Pointer, director of the Fire Academy at San Antonio College. Welcome back to Front and Center, where we talk about San Antonio College, trends in higher education, and the community, because we are the community. Joined here this morning with Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus. Good morning. Good morning, Headmustard. How are you this morning? Doing great. Having a wonderful day. Yes. And uh, we, we are pre-recording the show. This is going to air on Labor Day, so it's Labor Day today. Campus is going to be closed on Labor Day. That's right. Um, so if you think you got lucky with parking, well, you're just not supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, actually. I like that joke. That was a good one. So I'm so excited. Today, we're actually going to speak to a very important guest. His name is Chief Officer Frank Pointer, and he leads the Fire Academy at San Antonio College. Hello, Chief Pointer. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? I am doing well. How are you today? I am awesome. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. So, Chief, tell us a bit about your role at San Antonio College. Okay. So, um, I manage the Fire Training Academy at San Antonio College. We're located at the First Responders Academy down in Vaughn Army. Um, Atascosa area or a satellite campus. Um, my role basically is to give both the students and the instructors of the academy everything they could possibly need to succeed. That's excellent. So how long have you been at the Fire Academy of San Antonio College? I've been here almost five years now. Five years? Almost. Almost. Yeah. What did you do before coming to San Antonio College? So I'm actually a retired Air Force firefighter. I spent 20 years in the Air Force firefighting, and then um, I did some time as an instructor with the DOD Academy at Goodfellow in San Angelo, Texas. Also was Deputy State Fire Marshal in the state of Washington, um, and I was working at the State Fire Training Academy for about five years prior to coming to San Antonio. So I've been in the fire service since 1992. Since 1992. Where were you, Hud Mustard, in 1992? I believe I was in the second grade at Sun Valley Elementary. Oh my gosh, you're the, such uh, a baby. Far still. West Side. I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't too long ago. You were in second grade. That's beautiful. Okay, so you have uh, been in the fire business since 1992. Now, let's say, for example, I am a student who might be interested in applying for the Fire Academy. What are the steps? It's real simple. What's the process? It's a two-step process. So step one, um, you first have to be a fully registered student with San Antonio College. Once you're fully registered with them, then at that point, uh, you can get into the Fire Academy. Step two would be to contact me and my team. Um, and we would put you on the appropriate list to attend the academy for which term you're wanting to attend. And I say list because we are very busy and uh, we fill up quick. So unfortunately, currently we can only take X amount of students at a time as our fall this year is already full. Our spring 2024 academy is already full. Wow. And we're already halfway there as far as enrollment goes for the summer 2024 as well. 
Wow. I'm wondering here, what can we do to increase the number of applicants and also of those who get accepted into the program? What can we do internally to grow the Fire Academy? Growth would uh, entail basically purchase of more PPE, the, the personal protective equipment we wear while firefighting, um, as well as an addition of a third fire engine, potentially uh, a need for an additional burn building. And then with that, uh, obviously more students means more instructors. Um, we definitely would have to hire more adjuncts on the skill side uh, mm-hmm. to help us with uh, meeting the requirements for the student to instructor ratios for the training we do. So I hear a lot of money here, and at the same time, grants, grants, grants. Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. It's such a high demand. Yes. Because the weather's just been so hot, and then people, like, I wouldn't think, like, people are like, oh, I want to do fire, fire academy. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah, we always say it's like being the postman. It doesn't really matter what the weather is. We do our job. Whether it's hot or cold or snowy or rainy, either way, you got to respond. So we keep that mindset in the training environment as well. Of course, we take the precautions for safety. This was our first summer ever doing the academy during summer. So it was kind of a trial and error as we went. And we made a lot of adjustments as we went through. Um, flexibility was the goal uh, with scheduling basically instead of doing our fire from eight to five uh, we would start at five thirty in the morning and be done with the fires by 11 so we were getting done with the hot stuff before we actually got into the triple digits of the day nice so wow so let's say for example um today is our day off right yep it's a holiday so then that means i might want to grill outside what are some of the things that i must do to remain safe as I handle fire around my home. Yeah, that's a good one. So barbecuing safety is uh, always a plus. Uh, Labor Day weekend, everybody's either barbecuing with propane or using a smoker with live fire. The biggest thing I can say, one, is is keep it at least 50 feet from your residence. Um, two, um, the area where your barbecue is, make sure it's cleared around it. And then uh, the one that usually gets people in trouble is is don't leave it unattended. Mm. Make sure you're monitoring it the entire time and watching those kiddos as they're running around and whatnot so nobody's getting burned or uh, inadvertently causing it to go out of control. There you go, Headmaster. Make sure that you continue to attend to your barbecue. Yeah, why are you looking at me? I, I mean, because you love to eat. You I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Chicken takes about three hours to smoke, you know. And then on top of that, I, I you know I do woodworking, so I do a lot of shishugi bond. So I I have like a blowtorch type deal, yeah. and I set things on fire. But there's safety protocols that need to be in place. And yes, definitely don't leave it unattended. That's it. That's it. Also, I've heard that there are some folks they love to show off. With fireworks. Yes. Yes. So what should we be aware of, Chief Pointer? Well, in the San Antonio area, fireworks are technically not allowed. Um, However, we all know that that does happen. Um, If you're going to do fireworks, uh, prefer that you keep it to fireworks that stay on the ground and not in the air. That's usually where we get in trouble. Bottle rockets, those kind of things, they'll shoot up, then they land and catch a roof on fire or land in a really dry. Right now in our area of Texas, uh, we have a very, very high fire danger with the wildland side. So personally, I would recommend not using fireworks at this particular time of the year. So no fireworks. No, definitely not. And make sure that you're attending 
to your grill. Yes. While outdoors. Now, let's say, for example, I am indoors and I decide to cook inside, and、uh, all of a sudden I see a lot of smoke, a cloud of smoke coming out of my stove. What should I do? Well, don't panic. Okay.、Uh, good chance it might just be a grease <laughs> fire. A lot of people want to、yes. grab the pan, throw it in the sink, or、yes. throw water on it. Don't put water on it, just put a lid right on top. Yep. Just put a lid. Put a lid right on top of that pan, and that'll, that should take care of your problem. And、yeah. why a lid?、Uh, that'll smother the fire. It'll take the oxygen away and, and then、uh, let it cool down, and eventually it'll, it'll dissipate on you. So, what is it that you need to create a fire?、Uh, you need oxygen, you need、uh, fuel, and you need a heat source. That's right. That's、yeah. right. Therefore, we need to make sure that anything we do. We still continue to pay attention、Absolutely. to our stove, to our food, whether it's indoors or outdoors. Yes, ma'am. And、right. definitely don't take your barbecue indoors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely not. I know、no. I'm mustard. Don't do it. Yes, sir. Please don't. I, I don't think I would be able to get mine through the door. I don't, well, I probably could. Or there's a will, there's a way. But there's no will to put a barbecue inside. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, if, if you don't have a lid, To smother the fire, what else can you use? You can use baking soda or, a, or a, some sort of a powder, flour, baking soda. One of those will work just fine too. I've never、yes. heard that. Baking soda or flour.、Mm-hmm. So I could put that on top of grease? It'll help absorb everything up, and then it, it, you still want to get a lid on it as quickly as you can,、yeah. even with the flour or some type of a powder. But, Thank you. Yep. Thank you for that tip. Okay, so now let's go back to the Fire Academy. I know that you talked about how to apply, how to get in, but my question now is what is it that I need to know in terms of the types of things that I need to be aware of before I become part of your Fire Academy? Okay, so w- one of the big questions most students have right off the bat is is this a real Fire Academy? Right. Yes, it absolutely is real. We are fully accredited through the state of Texas, the Texas Commission of Fire Protection.、Uh, with that accreditation, when you complete our course and all the requirements between hours and standard of academics and skills, that gives you the ability to challenge the state exams for certification, which ultimately is what they're all trying to do so they can go get a job. The other part is, is a lot of students, because of the fact we're attached with San Antonio College, they're like, oh, so this is online. No. Fire Academy is 100% face to face program.、Um, we run 16 weeks, one semester. It is Monday through Friday, and the Academy runs basically from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. It is from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. Yes, so、sir. let's say, for example, I want to come to the Fire Academy. I will need to know that I have to be there from Monday to Friday, from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. That is correct. Every day. Every day for 16 weeks. And then once I do that? So basically, you're going to get a several things. On the state side, you're going to meet all the requirements for Firefighter 1. Firefighter 2, Hazmat Awareness, and Hazmat Operations. Those are the minimum four courses you have to complete in order to get your basic structural firefighter certification, which is an entry level cert that you need to become a professionally paid firefighter.、Um, on top of that,、uh, you're going to get 27 college credit hours towards a degree from the eight courses that encompass the academy, and you'll get your level one certification from San Antonio College as well. 
Are there any jobs in firefighting? Oh, there's there's just a couple. Yeah, right now it's uh, the Bear County area, San Antonio area. It is huge right now. Uh-huh. Um, the growth, uh, especially if you look on the north side, the west side of Bear County, it's it's exploding, and all of the departments are desperately looking for firefighters. Um, we do a lot of uh, recruiting. Um, within the academy, so they have lots of opportunity while attending the academy to meet with fire departments. Uh, they come to our academy. Uh, there's usually a department there at least once every two to three weeks. Come in for an hour or so, speak with the students, let them know what they have available when they're testing, when they're accepting applications, those kinds of things. So. And what's the pay? Uh, average pay, uh, of course, it's going to vary depending upon the size of the department, the municipality, and what type of uh, funding they have. However, the average pay for entry level with an EMT basic firefighter is right around 62000 right now. 62000 Yes, ma'am. If you have your paramedic completed as well, then you can you can up that to about the starting salary of about 68000 And, of course, that's just the Bear County area. Mm-hmm. As you go more rural, the number will come down. You mm-hmm. get to your bigger areas, the number might even increase. That's great. Yes, and ma'am. that is after 16 weeks? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. After 16 weeks of training, I could actually get close to 70000 That's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Definitely not. And, uh, you know, th- there definitely is, is a demand in rural counties as well, I know Senate Bill 22 just passed, and and that's allocating, I believe, 330 million dollars to local law enforcement agencies. But you know, it just goes to show you there are small rural places in Texas that are still alive and well, and they need officers, they need firefighters, they need EMS. Yes, most definitely. And so I was thinking about, you know, what classes would I really be taking? Like you know, when we say fire sciences, fire academy, and so I'm looking at some of these classes and. Fire Chemistry 1. I'm assuming that's the basics of how fires can get started. What are the situations where fires can happen? Yeah, so the Fire Chemistry 1 is actually a part of the fire science degree program that we have here at San Antonio College. That particular course is a basic level chemistry course. Uh, Helps you learn the dynamics and behavior of fire and those kinds of things. Um, is on the firefighting academy side, uh, the courses are pretty well laid out. They're mandated by state law as to what we're required to do and teach. Um, and in, in essence, it covers your firefighter one, and then uh, that has 15 chapters of a 27-chapter book. So those 15 chapters will cover everything from the chemistry, the dynamics, the behavior, to search and rescue, to hose, to water application, ladders, Ropes and knots, hoisting of tools, I can just keep going on and on and on and on, all the requirements for Firefighter 1. The way our program is set up is it's broken into eight courses. Those eight courses, we call them blocks of training in the academy. So you have seven blocks of training. One of the eighth courses is our 1103, which is our PT course. That's the course that starts at 6 a.m. and ends at 7, and then they have an hour to get changed into cadet uniform, ready to go for morning formation, and then we rock and roll the rest of the day. The first five blocks of instruction make up the Firefighter 1. Then Block 6 is your Firefighter 2, and then Block 7 would make up your Hazmat Awareness and Operations. So I take it this program can transfer well 
into other industries. Absolutely. So the, the true path is, is, is you want to get your certification completed. So you attend the 16-week fire academy, you complete that. As soon as you graduate the academy, immediately enroll into the degree program for associates. You can take those courses online. You don't have to come to campus to take those courses. While you're taking those courses, working on an associate's degree, now you've got your certification and you're working towards applying for jobs. You start applying, you start interviewing, you start going through the testing and the process. You get hired somewhere. Here's the beauty of it too. Once you've gotten hired by a fire department and you're a full-time firefighter, the state of Texas will pay your tuition from that point forward. Wow. Amazing. Yes. Now that is. You get tuition exemption good. as a firefighter in the state of Texas. That's awesome. So now I'm, one, I'm wondering if I'm interested, what are some of the traits you would hope I have before I apply? That's a great one. The academy is broken into three pieces. We're broken into the academics and skills, which is the obvious. The third part that most people don't really think about and that we've incorporated into our structure is the firemanship side. Firemanship is literally, it's, it's helping to teach these folks uh, what it means to be a firefighter, what it represents, how to be a leader, how to be a leader in their department, how to be a leader for their community. And all of those things come with those traits of discipline, attention to detail, integrity, honor, courage, having heart, and what it really means to be a public servant and, and how we can embrace and help our communities as a firefighter. Having heart. What is to have heart? Never give up. Dig deep. Even when, it's, even when you feel like you're, you're just physically at your limits, mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted, as a firefighter, you just got to dig deep and have heart to keep pushing through to get the job done. Because at the end of the day, you are there on somebody else's worst day of their life. And they are expecting you to come in and solve their problems because that's what firefighters do. They're problem solvers. You don't get the option to have a bad day as a firefighter. You're so right. When we see fire, we actually run away from it. But the firemen and the fire women, what they do is they run to the fire. And their job is to rescue those who are in the fire and also to control the fire. That requires boldness and a lot of heart in order for someone to actually risk their own lives to get the work done. That's right. And it all starts with training. That's what it really comes down to. Even as a firefighter, once you're hired in, after 30 years of being in the fire service, I still every day was training. And that's what you rely on. Because when you're in the moment, when you're doing your job, you revert to what you were taught to do and repetitiously practiced over and over and over again. And so training, you know, you all have a new facility out south in Vaughn Army. How is it going down there? It's going awesome. We, uh, we thank San Antonio College so much. Uh, we have a new building coming online this fall. I believe somewhere around October, November yes. time frame. Yes. We'll awesome. be doing the grand opening. So currently our classrooms, office areas, admin and everything, we're in modular style buildings. And uh, so we're getting an actual, we have a new brick and mortar building. And uh, it feels great. It looks great. Everyone out there is so excited to get into the new building. And it's going to help us to take our training to that next level. That's exciting. That's exciting indeed. Oh, this is going to be great. And so, so what's going to be different with the new building? New building is going to basically house both the fire and the law academy. We'll have uh, equal classrooms in there. Uh, it's a state-of-the-art facility. On the fire side, it's, it's giving us the ability to have uh, bigger, better classrooms. Uh, our current classrooms, I can't 
can't have really more than 30 students in it at a time with the new new rooms we could grow to as much as 45 to 50 people per room so that'll help us with our growth and allow more opportunity for more students to get in more often instead of having to wait as long to get on that list it's also got a, a conference center style classroom in it so that's going to help us with our community-minded things um, we do a lot of uh, fire department trainings at our facility departments come and use our facility to uh, do their live fire training and whatnot on the weekends when we're not doing academy training and we'll be able to grow that program as well to help help the fire service in itself keep growing and training the firefighters that are currently working on the law academy side uh, great program um, it is really taking uh, the Law Academy to the next level. We have a state-of-the-art, and I mean state-of-the-art tactical room in there, which is one of the larger ones in the state. Um, it's really going to help them to uh, better train the law enforcement cadets in our academy, as well as offer opportunity for a lot of the law enforcement service agencies within the Bear County area as well. State-of-the-art. I remember the the old law. I don't know. If you, did you ever see the old law enforcement no, building? No, I did not. It used to be right next to the Bill Millers on San Bedro, uh-huh. and it was a little building. It, it was a very small building, and I it see. had been around for a long time. San Antonio College, we always expand on programs. There's been nonstop construction since I've got here since 2007. And it's interesting because it never really impedes anybody's way. Like You have, may have to be redirected around another building, but that's sure. about it. But when everything opens up again, it's, it's bigger, it's better, we can accommodate more people, and uh, it's better for the students. Absolutely. At the end of the day, what we want is for anyone that comes through our doors to have the level of experience you're going to need in the workplace, right? And that is exactly what... You will get if you are part of the Fire Academy, San Antonio College. We want to make sure that you're coming in and that you are fully, fully equipped and prepared to do the job and do it well. Absolutely. We, uh, we, we pride ourselves at the Fire Academy, uh, the instructor corps we have there. We literally have hundreds of years of experience teaching our cadets. And one of the things that we really focus on and work hard at doing is making sure that the students are prepared to walk through the door at the fire station, whether it be how to act, how to walk, how to look professional, its structure, everything. Um, we continuously run the academy in a way that uh, even from, I'm a director with the college, but at the academy, I'm the chief. We have an assistant chief. We have captains. We have structure, the same as what you would have in the fire department. And that's what you're going to get from our academy. You're literally going to be able to walk in the door and know exactly what's going on and why. I like that. I like that. So now, let's say I want to apply. Who do I get in touch with? Me. And what's your contact info? Our contact info is fpointer, P-O-Y-N-E-R, at alamo.edu. So again, that is F, as in Frank, P-O-Y-N-E-R, at alamo.edu. Correct. And your number? It is 210-486-0097. Again, that is 210-486-0097. Excellent. Great, great. Or you can also go to ksym.org and you can click on the Fire Academy icon. 
This is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at ksym.org.